0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Let's Talk Ball. We're here with the fellas, man. P.B. Brennan, what's good, man?
1: What's going on, Mouth? What's good, Brennan? What's up, P.B.? What's up,
0: Mouth? <clears throat> going on, everybody? Hope everybody is doing well, doing safe during this COVID time. Uh, where where I am, COVID numbers are rising tremendously. And uh, beginning of next year, possibly, we may be going back into phase one. So uh, shout out to everybody that are, uh, that are being safe. Um, wearing your gloves, not gloves, wearing your mask and everything, social distancing, um, doing doing your part. So, shouts out to everybody uh, doing that. Um, Black Lives Matter, you know, we always put that in the forefront. Um, although we haven't heard any new scenarios, you never know what may happen or what may arise. So, we always put that in the forefront. Uh, stay positive and uh, spread positivity, you know, so... I know the fellas don't really got much going on uh when I uh, got that much to say on that. So, uh with that being said, we can actually get into um the NBA really quick. Let's do the NBA. Um uh, we got the preseason that just uh started a couple of days ago. You know, it's not too exciting. Uh some of the main players aren't even playing for real or they just started the last game. What what got four games? Oh uh, three games under the belt. Some teams have one, some teams have two. Um who have you
2: uh who stood out to you guys so far
0: in the preseason? Have you guys paid much attention to um it?
2: a little bit. I start I mean, we what everybody's been talking about. I mean, you know, seeing kinda of how teams go, but to me I've really been focused on, you know, the Lakers and uh, you know, THT. Horton Tucker, he's kinda of stood out among pretty much everybody. Um he kinda of came on like a gangbuster. We were talking about it. Um, you guys watched that game last week. I had missed it because um, I didn't really pay attention to it. But, I mean, for him to come out and, you know, be able to play the way he's played and just like the new Lakers edition as far as from, you know, Mark Gasol, seeing what he can do, I kind of forgot kind of what he kind of had. But to me, you know, I kind of compare him to older Jokic. Um, I didn't realize how good of a passer he was. Out the top of the key in watching that game against the – uh Cause I went back, I watched. It, I was like, wow, he was throwing dimes. Um, Schroeder coming in; those guys, they're kind of not missing a beat. So for the Lakers, it's been very interesting to see how how deep they're going to be. Because I remember when we talked, um, we didn't know exactly how deep they would be, um, but they look like they're they're not going to really miss a beat, and it's going to be important because LeBron and AD, I mean, outside, I think they're going to play Tuesday and then Christmas Day, but I think they're going to pretty much miss, you know, the majority of the. They start of the season. So that was important. Um, I watched the mellow, um, the mellows passing the piss out of the basketball. Um, mm-hmm. he struggled his first game. Um, he didn't score any, but now I think he's starting to kind of understand it. Um, his shooting percentages went up. He shot 40% from the field the last game. So he's another one. Um, we talked about as well, OB Toppin, um, kind of seeing him. So those are kind of a couple of guys that I looked at. Um, I watched the wizards a little bit to see kind of how they, would be but bradley bill and them are playing (laughs) um so i i I, i'm interested to see the wizards should make a run in the east um and then i watched a little bit of the nets game uh katie looked he looked smooth um he was he looked like he was kind of back to his old self so those are kind of the guys that that stood out to me in the so far in the preseason
1: yeah, I'm gonna piggyback off you, Brendan. I like THC a lot. I'm high on him now. I watched that game in depth, and I, I really picked his um picked down the the game in detail. He can score at will, all three levels, mid range, taking it to the basket and the three ball. And then he's a tenacious defender as well. And I didn't know that about him. I didn't know he had that in him. And that at 19 years old, he's further than a lot of the guys on that roster. I said to myself, I said that by the end of the year, him and um between him and Dennis Schroder, those are the best guys that the Lakers are going to have. I think he's going to be a better option than Wesley Matthews in certain situations against certain teams. I mm-hmm. think he's going to be a better option than um than Alex Caruso in certain situations mm-hmm. and against certain teams. So if you need a scorer coming off of the bench, I think he can he can fill that role. He was he was killing Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and that you know that was the Clippers starting unit and the Lakers are playing with their bench. So I was very impressed with that um with that that outing that he had last week. And then like you said, Lamelo's been playing pretty good. I think he's gonna fit well with them. I think he's gonna end up taking that starting point guard um position from Terry Rozier eventually. They got him coming off the bench right now, but I think eventually he'll he'll creep his way into the starting lineup. And then I've been in, I've been real impressed. Not even impressed because I, I I expected it. Spicy Curry, 29 points and three quarters. Um Sunday mm. night, 29 29 points and three quarters last night. It's it's looking nice. real it's looking real easy. <laughs> it's looking real easy for him. Very um, easy. And he shoot he's he's gonna be able to have a green light to shoot whatever he wants. Now you don't gotta pass it to clay You don't have to pass it to KD. He's gonna put up fifteen three point attempts in, in one game and they're not gonna have a problem. Seven or eight of them night in and night out. So I'm very excited to see him back. Um it sucks that Clay got hurt because I did think they would make it to the Western Conference Finals and face off against the Lakers. But now I see them competing for a, a seventh to eighth seed at best.
0: Yeah, uh, y'all basically took all the words that I had to say. Um, I've definitely I'm um, I'm I'm really excited to see what Houston's talking about with John Wall and Boogie because they came out. I mean, it was the first game of preseason, but they came out the gate looking like they were ready to go. John Wall looked good in his first couple drives. Um, I don't. Uh, I didn't see any other uh, the highlights from from the other games. Uh, I just know uh, Eric Gordon's playing well so far. Um, PJ Tucker's back on the court with him. Uh, he's doing healthy, and James Harden, of course, is back. One thing about Harden, though, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me, but like, or, or maybe I'm just uh, influenced by what I'm seeing on social media with all these pictures of of Harden. But Harden, like, he put on some pounds. Definitely. Yeah, he did. Like and I and I'm not talking muscle. I'm talking like his stomach. Like he like like Harden always had a, always had somewhat somewhat of a gut, but it's like guys. It's like Paul Pierce. You know he's in there. They're in shape, but they could be in
2: more shape. Mm-hmm.
0: You know. So I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what uh, Harden's off season was like. I mean we. I mean we know what it was like. We see that he was over there in Vegas with little baby giving him a bag of honey buns. Instead of in the in the training room and uh, not training but training camp with the team, you know, and then he gets in the, uh, the press conference and he said he was training with his personal trainer and everything. So I it's it's, 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 it's interesting
2: to see what he's gonna do and uh, what what Houston but does. I, I feel like I feel like they're gonna trade him, um, but I feel like James Harden like no matter what he does, he's still gonna give you like because he, he came in the first game, he came off, he was still hitting so. I mean, he said he, yeah. he said he was training in Vegas. You know, I believe him. I I'm kind of just I'm just interested to see what they're gonna do because I think Houston has to trade him at this point. Um, it just depends on where they where they want to go. Think so, him. bro?
1: I don't think they trade him. I
2: I don't I I just I don't know. Like I just feel like you they kind of have to. But I at first remember when we talked last week. I said the same thing. Like, they're not gonna trade him. But the every at, as each day goes by, excuse me, I feel like they're gonna trade him. I don't mm-hmm. know though. I'm kind of. I feel like it's because it's gonna keep getting brought up. You know, they're even asking John Wall questions about James Harden. So, until they trade him, it's not gonna. They're I low key
1: like the way their roster is assembled right now. I think he can play with John Wall better than he paired with playing with, with I think Westbrook. So too. I like I like but. the way they've been looking in preseason. They had one game together, and then oh, the guy Wood from the Pistons. He's tough too. Um,
2: yeah, Christian, Wood. Christian Wood. Wood.
1: Yeah, he's an athletic big, and he could stretch the floor. And that's exactly what they needed. They've been missing a a big that can do that. They never had that component. And Then Boogie can stretch the floor too. So, I think they um I think they're better assembled right now. PJ Tucker don't gotta play the five.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll say this: What um how do you feel when it when it comes down to it? Um the accountability issue because we know he had a uh, problem with that when it came to Russ. And a uh, report came out that when he was it was in a bubble, he had waited to the last minute. To get his COVID test And then, then the team was waiting for him to, uh, to start filming Then he went to go get the last minute And then Russell had said Go ahead and start without him You know what I'm saying He don't want to be here right now Start without mm-hmm. him So I don't know how to, I don't know how John Wall Is going to take it Because John Wall was a vocal guy In uh, Washington Now if this happens John Wall's is a uh, pretty uh, he, he, can be, he can be professional But he's not Russell Westbrook You know John Wall may be a little bit more outspoken About that You know you you may you, they may clash more than uh Russell and uh Russell and James did. I personally mm-hmm. feel mm-hmm. if uh if they if, if they don't have an understanding simply simply off the fact who was the primary ball handler, should it 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 personally, in my opinion, it should be John and Harden could work better off the ball. And he has been during I know that's the, not the two
1: case. games that he has played, has been more off the ball than I've ever seen him in Houston, yeah, Drew Harden. Okay.
0: Well, okay, okay. Well, Like, they're
1: running, they're running down screens for him. He coming off the down screen, hitting the three. I'm like, they've never ran plays plays for him like that before. It's always dribble, 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 step back. Okay. He was off the ball. They running stuff for him off the ball, getting down screens, coming up, hitting the three. I was like, okay, maybe he can flow in his offense if they play that way, if he's willing to play that way. Yeah, that's the thing.
0: He has to be willing to because mm-hmm. we all – we all knew what Harden can do because he did off ball in uh, OKC, Right. he just wasn't the caliber of player that he is now. So, so just imagine, uh, so just imagine his caliber, knowing that he can be as dominant as he is on ball, he could be even more deadly or off the exactly. ball. Exactly, you gotta I mean, have that mindset. And then, and then that's a whole other wrinkle. That's a whole other wrinkle in the offense.
1: Harder to defend. They, don't, I don't think they really understand that they want the ball in their hands, the spotlight to be on them. But you could still eat off the ball. Steph Curry makes a living off of it. It's, it's like you can, you can do both. Yeah,
0: Clay Thompson got a max deal off for of off ball shooting. Mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson will get a will, will will sooner or later get a deal for off ball shooting. Mm-hmm. Bogdanovich and the Hawks got a deal for off ball shooting, and none of those players are as good as James Harden. Right. So it's like, come on, like you you, you just have to think. But again, it comes with the ego of a basketball player, of a professional. Guys of that caliber, they in a way have a right to think that way. Do we, do I agree with it? No, but. They have their right because they put in that work day in and day out to get to where they are now. Right. So, you know, um, in other news, Giannis has uh, finally made moves. He signed a super max deal, uh, five years, two hundred twenty eight million, with the fourth year player option. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Uh, we already talked about the Bucks being a contender or anything. Um, uh, do. Has your mindset changed at all? Because there is still chances of Harden making a move to Milwaukee. Maybe you just never know what's going on. Um, but I don't see how, that. look, yeah. Has your position changed on Milwaukee being a contender again?
2: No, I still think. I mean, I think they are a contender in the East. It comes down to Giannis at the end of the day. So I'm kind of just like I just just go out there and get to just get to the finals. All right, just. Please just do that for us and then we we can re we can revisit this conversation you have again. I just need him to just perform. But like like Gilbert Arena says, you can't you can't bully ball people to death. You gotta learn you gotta learn the game. So it now is really like, Yeah, so I just I, I mean I'm happy for him. You know, he got his money. Uh but we got I I'm just ready to see him I'm ready to see him do what he has to do. So, you know, the game is funny, I'm ha- you know, I'm glad we don't have to really talk about where is gonna be. You know, so we're. I mean, we just got to kind of see what's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, on paper they're a contender, but they're not really gonna contend. They're not doing nothing with the with the Nets. They're not gonna be able to do nothing with the Seventy Sixers or the Heat in the playoff in a seven game series because Giannis can't shoot the ball. That's what it comes down to. When he proves to everybody, when he proves to the world that he can knock down a mid range jumper at best at fifty percent clip, and then at a thirty five to forty percent three ball then the then the Bucs can be a threat to make it to the finals. Until that happens, teams are going to pack up the paint and allow everybody else to beat them, and the Bucks don't have enough pieces for that, even with Drew Holiday.
0: Yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay, well, uh, let's move into this next one. Um, Still in the NBA, let's give our uh, picks for the rookie of the year, MVP, the, the, the awards and everything uh I'll go first real quick. Uh, rookie of the year. Um I know they uh I know they um twitched up how they call rookies and everything. So with that being said, I'm either giving it my rookie to LaMelo or I'm going to give it to uh Lord of Mercy. Anthony Edwards you gotta pick one you can't pick both those are two obvious I, I'm answers. just saying it's, it's either one of those two it's <laughs> either one of those two because I can't because I can't I don't I don't know I don't know yet right so it's like and also I kind of wanted to do bowl bowl as my rookie because he because he does have the, uh, the opportunity to be rookie of the year this year it's the same way what they did it with uh who they put in uh with it, uh, this year. Wait, how's he a rookie? No. It's the same way that they did it with who 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 who, who didn't who played it was Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. But yeah. Ben Simmons played it's, in it, summer league it's though, the same right? Same situation. Yeah, he didn't, play, he, didn't, he didn't play in the Yeah.
2: He didn't play Bobo played Bobo in the played, right? Yeah, Bobo played. So uh He played
0: in the summer league? He played in the no, bubble. He in the
2: regular, yeah, in the regular season, remember?
0: Yeah, but he talking about well, he trying to go for rookie of the year. Uh, I don't know how. I don't know. Confusion. That's what I'm saying. Like he said, he said his goal is to go for rookie of the year, and I don't think he'd say that if he could get it right now. So that's why, like, that's
2: why I really just put him in there mm-hmm. because he is an, uh, el- eligible for I from you. his word. I'm gonna go. I, I don't think Bo Bo will have the ball in his enough. I'm gonna either go Andy Edwards or. Um, Isaac Okoro from uh, Auburn, that's in Cleveland, because I think he's gonna have the ball in his hands a lot for the Cavs. Mm. So I feel like Anthony Edwards or him, but I'm gonna I'm going lean toward Anthony Edwards because you gotta be able to you gotta score at a at a higher clip than every other rookie wow. in order to get it. So I thought like it's gonna be Anthony Edwards just because of the amount of shots he's gonna get for the um for the Timberwolves. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm think- going to go with Anthony Edwards, too, just based off that of he going to average the most points yeah. out of all the rookies, and that, that's what the award goes to. Whoever got the best numbers is going to win the award. That's what it's going to come down to. I don't think James Wiseman is going to get that much um, touches. He's going to be more of a, a lob guy, finish, clean up around the rim. They're not going to be running any sets for him or anything like that and go to say that's not how they play. So those top three guys, the top three picks, the best option is to definitely go with Anthony Edwards, I'll say this. Well,
0: I'll match you this. Since uh, Anthony Edwards is in uh, Minnesota, will he be the second option third. or the third option? Third. okay, because they have
1: D'Lo 80%. and Cat, okay. right? And, and that's all, that's now, already a higher like a higher like option
2: than anybody else. Yeah. Besides Okoro, Okoro might be. He might be in second or third because Cleveland. I, I don't know about Acuaro simply
0: because you have Colin and you got Deontay Garland or DeAndre Garland, and, and then you got Andre thing. Drummond and Kevin Love. Yeah, so I don't know if he's gonna get the shots like that. Yeah. That's my only question of him. Any, he, and he plays both the one and the two, which is the same
2: spots for Colin and Darius, he, Darius Does he start for them? Darius Garland. Akuro. I believe. I believe so. He's supposed. He's supposed to start. I think he's supposed to start at the four for them. Or the three. Okay. Cause you're gonna have Colin, Garland. Um think about the guard, not the okay. They got um, Kevin, they got, they got Kevin Porter, Porter. Yep. Yeah. So it, I don't I, he's yeah, supposed to. he can take to, Kevin but, Porter's spot. He he can take Kevin Porter's spot. I like Kevin Porter. I like in high school. Yeah, I like I like I, I like him since he's in high school. <laughs> That watch yeah, the area. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he just has to learn the game yeah, a little more. But so those are, that's my. You gotta pick. You got to mature a little bit. Um, that's gonna be my pick for the uh, rookie of the year. It's going. I think we're all leaning toward Anthony Edwards pretty much. Yeah.
0: Um, for defensive MVP, I'm gonna just go through mine real quick. The defensive MVP, I have Anthony Davis. Yeah,
2: I'm not. We pretty much agree on that too. I think. I think he's gonna get it this year as well. <sighs> MVP, I have Kevin
0: Durant. Woo. I like it. I like it. I'm going bold with this one. I'm going. I'm going bold with this one, and I'm, and I'm going to give him the respect he deserves. This is this is Kevin Durant we talking about here. I'm sorry, this is Kevin Durant. We got a guy that's we got a guy that can actually finish in the clutch when it matters. and this is a guy that can carry from the regular season to the postseason. And I'm and 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 I don't want to give it to Bron because I do it every year, but he is deserving of it every year. But Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. I feel like. Not he doesn't have anything to prove because if he retires right now he's still the second greatest scorer to ever play the game if not the best scorer to ever play this game. Um, so I feel like he's gonna go out there and just have endless, endless amount of I'm gonna fun. Go with, I'm gonna go. Um, uh, only only issue is is that Kyrie just needs to be yeah. the point guard and know when to give, so give up the ball. I'm a, I'm I'm
2: gonna go with Luca though. I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go on a limb. And I'm gonna say Luca. Mm-hmm.
0: Not bad. So bad, I think bad it just depends on how the
2: years go, but like it. Well, for me, with the Kevin Durant thing, is he gonna play all the games? I that's why I can't give to LeBron either because I don't think LeBron's gonna play, you know, I don't think he's gonna put his body out there like that again because everything he ain't gonna probably yeah, play like no, the whole first month. So <laughs> it, it just depends, but I'm gonna I'm go out there, I'm gonna say Luke. I like, I don't, the KD one's not bad. Um. I, I just feel like he has he has something to prove. So, I, you know what? I, and I'll put, like, Steph Curry as, like, my – Steph Curry's a sleeper. That's tough. That's tough, though. Steph Curry's my
1: sleeper, so. That's crazy. This nigga, Brendan, got the same exact picture of me. I said <laughs> I wanted Luka, too, strictly because of the fact that I think he can – he can – he has the capability of averaging a triple-double. If, he, if That's what he sets his mind out to do. It's going to be tough, but – From an assistant point aspect, I think he can average a double-double this year, kind of similar to what LeBron did for the Lakers last year. It's going to be the rebounds. That's going to be tough for him to get that triple-double, playing with all those bigs they got in Dallas. But then um, Steph Curry is my dark horse, too, just simply because of the fact what I had said earlier on the show, he has the ultimate green light, probably a bigger green light than he's had in his whole career because he's not playing with Anybody that's another dynamic shooter like Kevin Durant or Klay Thompson, he's playing with Andrew Wiggins and Kelly Oubre, two slashers. Kelly Oubre is improving from three. Andrew Wiggins is improving from three. But Steph Curry, I'm telling you, the way he's been playing in preseason, if it's any indication of what he's going to do in the regular season, he's putting that three up 15 times a game. And he's going to make half of them. Maybe more than
0: that because he's ready. I feel like Steph just looks ready to go. Okay. So uh let's move on. Uh I got my most improved player. I'm going out on the limb. DeAndre Ayton. Okay. I got DeAndre Ayton being most improved player. Um right now he has Chris Paul. I think that's what he needed. Point guard that can let him know where he's lacking and can get him to his spot so he can knock down that mid-range jumper. Um and be somewhat more uh Dominant on the offensive end because what did he do? Fifteen and twelve, I think we said, mm-hmm. or something like that. He was or, no, or or twenty and twelve, or something like mm-hmm. that. He was averaging. So with him getting Chris Paul there, I mean, yeah, may, some of his touches may uh, may leave, but he'll uh, but he'll have more quality touches mm-hmm. with Chris Paul being there, besides just Devin Booker trying to facilitate and get his own buckets. I'm gonna go.
2: I'm gonna go with um, Porter, Michael Porter Jr. Mm. He shoved the ball in his head a little more with Jeremy Grant going. Um, I, if, if he develops the way he's supposed to this year, he could he should definitely win it. Um, he could definitely win the he could definitely win the award. So that's kind of my almost winner slash dark horse. Um, and that's it. So okay. I'm gonna go with Michael Porter.
1: And this is a tough one. Most improved because they do this based off of your production from the year before to this upcoming year. But I think. For me, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball can win most improved player, getting a new coach, getting being in a new system. I think he can average a double-double. Um, his three-point percentage has been decent in preseason so far this year. He's been shooting it a little bit better than he has in his whole entire career. So I think Lonzo has the opportunity to win uh, most improved player if he continues to shoot at the clip that he's shooting at right now. Okay.
0: And then uh, wrap it up for the NBA. I got my sixth man of the year. Oh no, not NBA for the uh for the awards.
2: My sixth man of the year,
1: Calvin Horton Tucker. Tough, he's tough, and he he can man. he can very easily win most improved too. Low key. Very much so. I
2: was gonna go. Very much so. He, I was gonna,
1: gonna
2: go Montrez again. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna.
1: Yeah, I'm I, was not gonna long say, long I was
2: gonna say again. Montrez again, honestly, but it—I it, guess it really just depends. But that was gonna be my pick to kind of fucking win it again. But I think it's too good to be true. I don't see anybody winning it, or it could be Lou Williams to me. But I don't see anybody winning it back to back. So I think Montrez is a little bit of a stretch, honestly. I
1: got um with Kendrick with Kendrick Kendrick Nunn, going back to starting for the Heat. I got Tyler Hero um winning six men a year. If they keep them there on the bench, how they, excuse me, how they've been doing in preseason. I got Tyler Hero winning six men of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well,
0: uh, with that being said, um, I'll let you guys start off with y'all Eastern, uh, like Eastern Conference, but the NBA picks for the stands. We can just do the top five. We don't got to go through the whole the whole thing. We do our top five. I'll let y'all go first. We'll Ready,
1: y'all. Is he here? let me see. Uh, I don't know. I'll go ahead. If I'll he's not, um, yeah, so you can go ahead on. Sorry. So for the East, my um my first team is gonna be. Um, I think they'll wrap up. They have too many weapons. They can defend too with Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan protecting that rim. Um. And then Terry and Prince, all those guys coming off the bench, cares the They they're two way players. They can defend. And Then Kyrie and Katie obviously can shoot at a high clip and score at a high clip. So that's my number one seed. Um, number two, I got um, Philadelphia 76ers. I like the way that they've like uh, the way that they look in preseason so far. Um, you can't double down on Joel Embiid this year because they had Josh Richardson and them boys out there. They they can shoot it, but not at the clip that you need for somebody to be passing out of the double team. Now they got Seth Curry, now they got Danny Green. Um so they got some other pieces in there that they can they can move the ball around my third squad. Um I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Milwaukee at number 3. I'm going to go with Boston at number 4. I'm switch that Miami number 4, Boston number 5. So that's my top five right there. And then if you want to go through and finish the six, seven, eight, then I'll go Toronto six, Washington seven. And who's my AFC? My AFC would probably be the um the Atlanta Hawks. So that's that's my East right there. Mm, so you
0: So you got Trey Young making the playoffs?
1: Pickups they made this year with um with Rondo and um Bogdanovich. They made some they got Clint Capella, John Collins. They got some pieces out there. So don't sleep don't sleep on the Hawks making it to the AC. I think they'll push out the uh the magic. The magic made it to the AC last year. I think they'll they'll beat them out this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, they definitely did improve uh, more than We got for the East.
0: Uh-huh. Um basically mm-hmm. your last three. I can, I, I can, you know, like your last three, like your six, seven, eight. I can, I, I mm-hmm. really have no argument there. Um, the Hawks did improve tremendously in all season, so I, I, I see them doing it again. I don't know right. what Orlando can really do. So we'll see where we'll see where we can uh, we go from there. But um, yeah, uh, one, I have Brooklyn. Um, two, I actually have okay. the Heat. Going back, I just had to. I I had to and give deserve them the respect it. that they deserved. Um, you know what I'm saying. But it's just KD and Kyrie are in the forefront in Brooklyn, so I have to give them that number one spot just off of those two names. Um, then I got. Uh, like I said Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Then I got the Heat. Then I'll give. I give it to Milwaukee. Then I'll give it to the uh, the Celtics. And
1: then we'll finish off with the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors didn't make too much. They lost a lot. They lost Serge Ibaka. They lost Marcus. Saw They did resign Fred Van Fleet. So that's why I got them pushed back a little bit. I don't think they'll be the two seed this year like how they were last year.
0: Yeah. And mainly me, I'm counting on um, Pascal to be be as dominant as he is, uh, not dominant, It'll be as right. dominant as I think he can be. Yeah. Hopefully he uh, took his game to the next level, but he only has so right. much time so really for game. That's what really hurt a lot of people. Level.
1: If you were in the bubble and you played deep into the playoffs, you didn't get much rest. So, like, the Heat and in the, in the Lakers, you know, they didn't really get an offseason at all. They got 72 days. That's really two months, really. So. Right. But, um, so, yeah, what's that?
0: We we'll definitely see what we can do with that because um, it, cause in a way, that kind of hurts the guys that are trying to be most improved because they exactly. didn't really have any time to really improve. You know, so let's see. We'll, we'll definitely see what, what, what's going to go on. Um, in the East, well, uh, in the West, what's your what's your top five? <laughs> I'm in gonna the West? go.
1: This is this is gonna be tough. The West is the West got better and keeps getting better every year. Um I'ma go Lakers one again. Um it's tough. Damn it's tough. I'm gonna go Lakers I'm gonna go Lakers one, I'm gonna go Denver two, I'm gonna go LA Clippers three, um Dallas four, and then at number five, um this is all depending on James Harden or not. If James Harden is there, then I got them in the fifth seed. If not, then I gotta kick them out and push somebody up. But right now, that's my top five, and then six, seven, eight. Um, I got Phoenix in that sixth spot. I think Chris Paul helps them get over, um, get over the top and gets them into that spot. I got Portland at seven. Damian Lillard and the boys coming back, and then in that eighth spot. It's it's real tough. Um, I think you gotta give it to Golden State. I think Steph Curry will get them boys into the playoffs. I think that's that's my top eight right there. Um San Antonio is still gonna be a tough out. Um Oklahoma is gonna drop off, but Memphis is still gonna be tough. job. Rain and the boys getting better. But I just think the West is so stacked this year, you can't you can't pick yeah. um, you know, these young teams when it's and when it's veteran crews. You can't think outside of the norm in this in, right. in, uh in this scenario. Well you got him my... out.
0: Man, I again I the only team I'm switching out would be the six. And I'm not putting Phoenix above Portland just yet. I know they have Chris Paul, but I'm not putting him above them just yet. I'll put Portland at six, Phoenix at seven. And then eight, it would just be whoever will fill in whoever fights you know saying whoever fights for it. Sacramento although they did lose Bogdanovich yeah. that's a that's a loss a big loss that kind of knocks them out. Oh, but, they didn't uh, they didn't really replace them. They're they're asking other people to step up. They him. didn't really replace them. Yeah, and it's like you asking guys to step up and fill mm-hmm. a pretty big void. You know, that's a pretty big pretty big uh pretty big uh player that you're missing right. right there. Very valuable piece. So, um with mine, again Lakers number
1: 1. Um I'm actually going with Dallas number 2. That's tough. That's tough. They they can do it. They got better over the offseason. They they made some moves with um with um Josh Richardson coming over. Then they got um James Johnson also from um, he was with the Heat in the Timberwolves yeah. last year, but that's another stretch for who can defend a tough guy. You need that tough presence in the locker room. So yeah, Dallas definitely mm-hmm. got better. They almost everybody forgets they almost knocked off the Clippers in that first round. They almost knocked them off. Tell me,
0: it's different. It's different. Luka mm-hmm. got them boys on a different level. And people were talking about Anthony Edwards last night when he locked him up for that one possession. Like it's preseason, man. Luka – and also, I still feel like Luca couldn't really work on his game because there wasn't an off season. He couldn't really lose the weight that he wanted to lose. Well, that I felt like he should have uh, lost, you know, because he's still a little. He's methodical, but right. he still get a bucket regardless. But if he just had that extra twitch, like I said before in a, in the previous episode, if Luca Doncic gets a twitch, he's a yeah. problem. I he's mean, he's a problem now, but he is absolutely.
1: Oof. He doesn't have to use Man, his no athleticism no to one, be effective. No he doesn't have there. athleticism like how these other guys don't no play above the rim. He's not quick. Yeah. None of that. He just knows how to use his body and get to his spot.
0: And just imagine and just imagine what he if he does get the athleticism right. with his skill set now. It's over. It's over for the league. But um Dallas, I got them at two. Mm-hmm. Denver, I got it three. The Clippers, I have it four, and then five again, like you said, it all depends on Harden. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Houston. I'll definitely give it to Houston, but also don't sleep on San Antonio trying to fight for that eighth spot. We always talk about Popovich.
1: That was their first year, year was, in 21 years. Year.
0: Like, yeah, so it's like even, even, even with a subpar roster, they still did what they had to do, and they did what they could to make it with no real superstar mm-hmm. outside of the Rosen. and that was his first year playing with Pop. Shit, man. Who knows? Who who, who knows what they can do? So just we, we can be on the lookout for them in the uh, in the upcoming season. But uh with that so right? back. oh yeah, I'm
2: back. We are. So well, I, went, I just about to say we lost. I had to take a call real quick. Right um, so y'all went, y'all went in the West, right? Who y'all have is y'all top five? In the...
1: we ended up doing one through eight. Okay. So I had um, for the West, I had the Lakers one. Um, I had the Clippers two. I had Denver. No, I had the I had the Nuggets two, the Clippers three, um, the Mavs four. I had Houston five, the Suns six. Damian Lillard in Portland seven. And then I had Steph and the Warriors at eight. Ooh, okay.
0: Denver. And then I basically had the same, but I switched out um, Phoenix and uh, Portland. Phoenix was uh seven. Yeah. Portland was six. And then I had the Clippers. Uh, I had, of course I had the Lakers one. Then I had Dallas in the second. Then I had Denver then I had um the Clippers, then I had Houston. Okay. Depending I can, I can get with
2: that. I, I think I agree with PVs. I would probably – I would – I may put the war – it depends because we don't know how it's going to be. I just don't know. Like that top five I agree with, with both of y'all. Um, I mean the mm-hmm. Mavericks, just depending on what happens, they could jump – they could be two through – Four. Two through four to five. And then depending on what the Lakers really do, are the Lakers going to – try to win the number one seed or are they just going to be like, okay, we're fine with the number three seed because it's not, with with no fans in the stands, it's not going to really, you know, home court, the only thing that may bother them is flying but I feel like the home court advantage or besides playing in Denver, that's the only really home court advantage because of the altitude. So, with the number one seed, it depends on do the Lakers really want it, how important to it is them because they, you know, they already proved, they don't have no, they don't have nothing to prove to anybody in the regular season. I think LeBron wanted to go out, like, wanted to come out last year and prove that I still got this dog. We're gonna win the number one seed and then we're gonna win the final. So for me this year, I feel like he's kinda they they may be on cruise control. Um seeing I think Scott Vogel's trying to why well, I say Scott, Frank Vogel's trying to figure out I know Frank Vogel's to trying he to figure out his rotation again. It's gonna be interesting because like you said, PV, uh whoever's hot is gonna play. If Truder's hot, he's right. gonna play it. If if Kuzma's hot, Kuzma's gonna play. If Torton Horton Tucker and and Kuzma's hot, then they play more than Schroeder. So if Caruso so with that, that would that's what makes the Lakers really scared right now. So um it just it's just gonna depend. But for me with the with the West, it's just do the Lakers really want the number one seed or are they fine, kinda fine with coasting? So
1: that's kinda yeah, cap, as far as the season goes. Captain the East, what we had when he was gone, me and Mount both had um Brooklyn number one. Um mm-hmm. then I had um I had Philly at number two. I, I explain why I think they're gonna make the two. c they they just have a better roster from top to bottom. They the pieces fit better um, around Joel Embiid. They needed more shooting, more shooting. They got Seth Curry. They got Danny Green. They got some other pieces. So I think that that fits better with them. And I like the way they looked in preseason. Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid has cut down his weight a little bit too. So I like that for him. And then, um, yeah, he he looked good. I watched I, I watched a little bit of B. it. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, he looked,
0: I didn't, he looked
2: I didn't good. He
1: so then after that I had um um Milwaukee at three, I had um what's the name, Miami at four, Boston at five, and then six seven eight. Um I believe I had Washington at six, um no Toronto, Toronto at six, Toronto at six, no, no, Washington no, no, at no, seven, no. yeah, and Atlanta at yeah, eight. at seven. Okay. But actually, actually, I think Atlanta
2: might creep into seven and yeah, Washington That's I, eight. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking the same thing. Because that they made, Yeah. So.
0: And then for me, I had, again, we basically had the same, but Miami mm-hmm. was two for me. I got Miami, too, because, again, like I told P you got to. I feel like you got to just get, that, get them that respect that they took the Lakers in six, six games six or i not yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah, they took the Lakers in six games. So it's like, hey, I got to give I gotta give Jimmy and them boys some credit, and they didn't right. lose anybody besides Jay Crowder, but they replaced them with Avery Brown. I don't know. That hurts. So you didn't, that hurt so them, so them boys. Didn't, you I, didn't that's lose why, it, that's why I got them down. Position. Jay
1: Crowder could defend Big Avery Bradley can't de- defend no big. So yeah, that's, that's not big, but like.
0: But Avery Bradley can defend guards. That's true. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson can't. So that's also I I figure I figure I feel you have Jimmy. Jimmy can do what he mm-hmm. can from the one to the four. Then you, then you add Avery Bradley in there, then you just throw in um one of them boys, either one of them, and you can just have one of them just roam and do it the and, and do the best they can do on whoever it is that they're checking. But but that to to me, I, to me, I feel like Avery Bradley's a better um offensive guy because he can get his own shot. He doesn't need to just sit there and uh um three uh be a three and D guy. He can actually play play on all on all three levels of the floor, you know what I'm saying? Three mid range and in the paint. He can well, well well I take it back. He can't play in the paint. But he can he can defend up to the paint. I'll say that much, you know. And I feel like he he knew that better than Jay Crowder. So, and yeah, that's that's why I had them at you know. Again, same. We 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 always right, have yeah. the same top eight. If you would. Yeah. So. With that being said, that's all we got for the NBA. So, uh, Brendan. Yes. NCAA, my um, God, so we're going like to talk a about brother. a
2: few things. Um, the first one is, uh, you know, Keontae Johnson, um, you know, present to that kid. Uh, he collapsed coming out of a timeout. Um, it's just kind of weird how things can just change. And I had an incident where that kind of happened to me, but I, I ended up being fine. But it's just kind of a scary situation because he's healthy. Um, I I don't think they saw this happening. Um, He actually just came out with the message and he said he was thinking everybody. So I think he's, he's back to, you know, kind of being in, you know, being responsive and being able to walk again, but it kind of depends on um, what, what is he going to do going forward? Um, Does he, do they let him play? So it was a scary situation. I saw the video, I wasn't watching the game, Um, but to see kind of how he just passed out and, Fail, it's it was kind of crazy, so you know, prayers up to you know the whole Florida um basketball family because you know it's it's hard when you see a teammate collapse. So, um, you know, hope, hopefully he makes a full recovery and you know things like everything goes well for him. <clears throat> I don't know if you guys want to say anything on that one, on that, no, one. just
1: prayers, just prayers to him and his family. Oh, yeah, no, I'll pray that he finished. has a speedy recovery and he can make it back to. You Know his daily functions, not even just basketball, but you know, his daily functions being able to go to school and being able to walk and everything because he was in a coma. So, I just pray that he has a speedy recovery and his teammates uh, are able to go back out and play on the court, you know, for him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's a fact. He's he's from the 757 area, so he hit some of the guys home that actually knew him, you know. So, he's from Norview um Norview High School in Norfolk, Virginia. So like I say it hit some of the uh some people that were home that knew him.
2: Okay, okay. And, uh, yeah. Like we oh, always so. say
0: prayers out to him. So
2: yeah. This next one is funny. Uh and I didn't I didn't read it until until you said something. But the entire the entire University of Houston because Bas- I thought I was like yes. when you said it, I was like, hold on. Maybe some, but the entire University of Houston basketball team has tested positive for COVID. At one point, Kevin Sampson said um, he said that six players have been cleared to practice. Um, they hope to have eight um, for the game against Alcorn State on Sunday. Um, I don't know what's going on um, in, at Houston, in at the University of Houston. Um, I know Texas has been open, but that that's pretty that's pretty alarming that the whole team um, has gotten it, and there's been other teams that haven't had a case yet. I don't know what Kelvin Sampson is doing. Um, they've got to be kind of just being. They got to be partying because there's no. I mean, if you're just going home and you're doing what you have to do and come back to practice, it's harder for you to catch it. I feel like, but I don't know what's going on down in Houston. Um, but that that's pretty crazy how the whole team has got it at some point um, for them. So I'm, I would be irate if I was uh, Kelvin Sampson. So I, I I don't know what's going on down there. Yeah, big time. That
0: makes you kind of want to like it. It kind of makes you want to just excuse me, like make you just want to like shut the like like shut down everything for a long period of time, not just mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying for like maybe a couple weeks. Because it's like you gotta you gotta you gotta take consideration. Who knows. Like, since since all 15 of those players have COVID, who on the coaching staff or who on on the training yeah. staff may be around, people that may have it. So that's a – that's like you said, that's very alarming that everybody that, – like, everybody – like I,
2: I don't know about shutting down for a long time. Um, I feel like they need well, – Well, when I say long time, I don't mean months on end. Yeah, I, I just feel like in Texas they kind of really don't care. I, because if, if that's – you know, if, and you look at University of Texas, Shaka Smart hasn't had to cancel anything yet. So it, it comes down to being – the players not being disciplined and doing what you need to do. Do you really want to play basketball? Because if you do, then you, you would you would take care of what you – like you wouldn't be out here, you know, because like we, we all know the state of Texas is kind of – they're kind of willy-nilly with, you know, not wearing masks and things like that. So I just feel like that that's coming from a um, – from like the the top down, I don't think Kelvin Sampson was taking it as seriously in monitoring, which is hard too. But you know, you got you got to kind of do what you need to do um, with that. So I, it just depends. It's just I feel like it's right. a lack of they're not taking it as serious. So that's kind of it with that one. Um, the next one is. Um Kansas and Texas Tech, you know, we talked about this one because, you know, I, I'm a Kansas fan. Um, Kansas ended up pulling it out at the um at the end. Uh they had it out of bounds set underneath to um to win it go so self. He they scored on a previous out of bounds set, then they had again it was just it's a testament of um his coaching style, you know, as PV and Michael Melvin. You know, he's he's a Hall of Fame, he's a Hall of Fame coach for a reason. Um he they, they weren't panic. It wasn't a sense of you know, panic and cool. not knowing what to do. Everybody was set, even even when it looked like they didn't know what they were doing. They were in the right set. They got it through um, the Big Twelve. They have they have five teams in the top fifteen, so it's gonna be that conference is gonna be good. Um, be good going down the stretch. Um, you know, I watch Oklahoma State too as well. Kate, they they look good. Um, Kate Cunningham, Kate. I told hey Malcolm, dude is just smooth this point. and fluid, and he yeah. had like low key Oklahoma State. If they didn't have the the sanctions, they would be a tough out. They they look like pretty, they look pretty good like all around him. Like they have guys in the right spots, guys that can shoot, and I think he's plugged in perfectly to this team. Um, I just wish yeah. that they didn't have, you know, the the NCAA yeah. violations, but that's what you kind of kind of have to do to get a number one recruit. No one got to your school, so um, that was another game for me that was that kind of that stood out for me. I don't know, uh, PV, you watched that game, right?
1: Yeah, I watched it from start to finish. It was a, it was a great game. Um, I was real impressed with um, with Mac Naglon.
2: Mm-hmm, um,
1: yes, the way that he played. Um, he's more than he's more than just a dunker. For those of you that are listening that have only seen his highlights from high school, he's more than just a dunker. He has a jump shot, he can shoot the ball. Um, I don't think it's just a better fit for him at Texas Tech the way that they flow and playing that offense, um, and that he has better pieces around him. And then Kansas, they don't have their traditional go-to score, that big-name yeah. guy, how how they usually do. But they're like, like Brendan said, they're well coached, and when you well coach, you take on the identity of your of your head coach. So Kansas is gonna be fine. It's gonna come down to you know Baylor. Kansas, Texas Tech, they might all share the Big Twelve in the regular season. Yeah, Texas too, so um, Right, Texas yeah. is playing good as well. But that was a good game last night. Um, I feel like that out of bounds play, poor uh communication defensively. Um, you gotta know the situation, you gotta know when to switch. Um, and you gotta talk. You can't play defense without talking. K Y P.
2: That's a scouting thing right there too. That comes down. That comes down to scout and and like PB said, knowing you should kind of know what they're gonna do. You know, a lot. There's not too many. There's not too many out of bounds plays that you can run. I mean, as a coach, you you got your simple a box set. You know, there's gonna be a screen away and a guys coming back. So, um, guys, just guys' heads weren't in it. They weren't as focused. Yeah, as a player, you
1: gotta like. I'm a coach. As a coach, you gotta know. Well, not even as a coach, as a, as a basketball player, you got to close that, clog that lane on an out of bounds play. You don't want the ball going into the middle. That's the easiest place to score. So, what Texas Tech should have did, they should have clogged that paint and had that ball get spread out to the perimeter and make it a tougher basket for Kansas. But, like I said, it was just miscommunication. But props, that's um, props to Kansas. They did what they had to do. Tough win on a um on the road first Big Twelve game of the season. So I was in, I was impressed by both teams.
2: Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about up, upcoming schedules, some good games tomorrow. Um Gonzaga's playing Iowa tomorrow. Um, that should be a good one. Yes, sir at twelve o'clock. I gotta Ooh. watch that one. Well, I don't know. Is gonna I have a game. Game. Field day. Gonzaga okay. Gonzaga's good. I'm t- but they they got they got two big you. They they're gonna have to run z- the only I feel like the only way you stop is running zone, but Iowa shoots the ball so well. Um, So, that, that one's going to – I mean, shoot, that one's going to be a good game. Uh, you got that one. You got uh, Louisville, Wisconsin. They play tomorrow. Oh, Wisconsin lost to Marquette. Marquette has two top – they had two top ten wins last week. They're playing well. UNC and Kentucky. Um, nobody thought that these two teams would be as bad as they are right now. I don't know what's going on. Um, too young. It's, I, I'm trying to out, figure man. it out. Um, I just – Players,
0: to me, to me, for well, I, I can say this because I'm a Carolina yeah, fan. The yeah, players yeah. just don't match the coaching style. It's to the point now. It's like maybe it, I, I don't want to see Roy go, but do we need a coaching change? Do we need to really just go back and just not be as good for some years mm-hmm. and find some guys that need to be four year guys? Yeah, that's what yeah. that's what Villanova's uh, striving with. Hell, hell, Texas have plenty of. Uh, not plenty with that. Like they got a couple four-year guys so, on the team, Matt Coleman. You know, you know he's a guy that stayed there four years. So maybe you, maybe 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 teams got to go back to the know. old school way. Maybe one and done isn't working now because you got so many of them leaving and it's getting kind of watered down. And, and, and like not, and like now all you have are. But Guy this year with COVID hurts a years. lot of
1: teams too, especially the young teams because you don't you don't get to take those trips overseas and go play against yeah. professional overseas teams, stuff like that. You know, them trips that they usually take playing in the off season before you even step on campus. So not having that cohesiveness and that chemistry for the young teams, that really hurts. And, you, and that's why you're seeing Gonzaga, um, Iowa, all these teams be so successful because they, they're, um, they're experienced guys, so together, yeah. they've been they've been there for a while. Yep.
2: So I mean, it's gonna be interesting. You got a UCLA and Ohio State. That I think that's like the tournament of um, that's like the tournament of battle Ch- for Atlantis. I think. Yeah, no, it's like the ter- they always they normally always play um, UNC and I want to say UCLA are always in it. Um, so they're playing. I want they're playing in Cleveland tomorrow. Looks like so. Um, okay. I want to see. And I, I want to say they said that this is like a last minute because I think one team got COVID or something like that. So um, I want to kind of see. I, I think I'll watch that one and see what uh, how Ohio State looks, things like that. So um, it should be a good game. It's a, it's actually the CBS Sports Classic matchup. That's what it is. That's okay. the correct name for it. So it should be good. Um, so we'll we'll see. But that's pretty much it for uh, for college basketball part of the uh, the podcast.
1: <clears throat> so while we're in, okay, we in okay. NCA we might as well, well shift gears yeah, to college football mm-hmm. we got um we got some big games come this is championship weekend for, for all power 5 schools, even the group of 5 schools as well so we got the ACC championship tomorrow we got Big 10 SEC Big 12 and a lot of these games are playing games all these games are against top 10 top 25 teams so if you lose you're out so, right now, um, we got Alabama currently in the one seed. Yeah. We got Notre Dame currently in the two. Clemson in the three seed. And then Ohio State is in the four. So, Clemson and Notre Dame play each other tomorrow um, to see who's going to win the ACC championship. The loser of that game, um, if it's Clemson, they're out. If it's Notre, if Notre Dame loses to Clemson, they still have a shot, in my opinion. Brent, I don't know about you. I still think they can still make the playoffs. Because they're undefeated right now. They have a little bit more room for uh, yeah. more margin It come, for error. It, it,
2: comes, it comes down to really what happens. And I'm excited for the SEC champ. What happens in the Florida-Alabama game, too, as well. well right. You know, because but Florida just took that L. Her Florida just, Florida like, Florida just right, lost to LSU, Yeah. So, but they only dropped they
1: only dropped one nice. spot though. That's the thing. I was surprised the committee only dropped <laughs> number 7. So, they're only one spot if they beat Alabama, that's the best win of the season. Like yeah. Alabama's been number 1 the entire season. So, if they beat the number Alabama, 1 team. And then
2: Alabama, I don't I don't I don't know if they dropped them out the top 4 either.
1: That's the other problem. No, you can't. Not after being number 1 the entire year. So, it's going to be some chaos if that if that does happen if Florida does beat Alabama and then um Notre oh, Dame loses to Clemson, it's going to be some shake up because it's only four spots and that's why people are, are calling for an 18 playoff or a 16 team playoff. So 16 like, would
2: be good. These, I, I, just, I agree. I think 16 would be good. I think we're getting to that Get more. some
1: first-round buys.
2: Well, no, you wouldn't if you the... have 16. Everybody got to Well, move. yeah, true. Yeah, yeah and I don't right. think nobody really needs a first-round buy. I feel like you got the top sixteen. You take a and you just you let them play, dog. like, like basketball, yeah, it. like one
1: versus sixteen. Yep. And start it started
2: started the beginning of December. And it, if you're not good enough to make the top sixteen, you really can't complain to me. Like
1: that's you just got
2: you got to just suck it up, and it is what it is. So
1: because there's it. these other undefeated teams out here. Cincinnati's undefeated. Yeah. Coastal
2: Carolinas undefeated. Yeah. And they're not gonna get a shot. Yeah, and they're all in the top sixteen. So
1: if you're right. if you're good
2: enough to be in the top sixteen, then you should they should start at the beginning of December. And then it goes through January. Like that and it's it should end where the national championship would normally end at. So right? I feel like the people want it. I feel like they, they, they have got to get to the point where it's gonna get to the point where they're gonna have to do that because like you said, Coast Carolina feels left out. Cincinnati got dropped down another spot just because of who they play, and you you never know what's gonna happen. Who you never know if Cincinnati could be the higher seed or whoever they will play. So just it's, it's gonna be interesting on that part. Definitely. <clears throat> <clears throat> We can move on from that.
0: Alrighty. Well, I like y'all. As y'all y'all here, I had no interest. <laughs> in I don't know much about college football this year. Never have. Never have, man. College football is just not my forte. <laughs> you know, I watch it from time to time, but it's just not for me. It's not for your guy. So, that being said, man, you know it's the last topic of the day, the NFL. Um, with, with the, uh, with both sports, uh, both sports with, um, with, with the NBA and the NFL and then college, uh, there's not too much, too much noise going on besides another team getting COVID. Um, we got some new games about to happen, but when it comes to, uh, when, when, it, uh, now it's getting close to March, Madness is going to start for, uh, basketball, then that's going to get rolling. And then the NBA is going to start back up. Then we'll have more to talk about with that. So right now it's just kind of a a dry area. We don't really have much, but it's just, we got some, we got some, we got Mm -hmm. interesting things that pop up from on a day to day basis, you know? So, so that's what keeps us, keeps us going and everything. So that being said, like I said, we in the last uh, topic of the day, the NFL, the NFL and, um, this topic is mainly just based on the playoff picture, um, some of the top teams and who they got to play coming up, and uh, yeah, let's, just, let's 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 dive right into it. Um, let's, let's start in AFC. AFC. So um, right now, the top uh, the top seven teams are the teams that are going to be in the playoffs if the playoffs were to happen tomorrow. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs. Pittsburgh Steelers, Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, Cleveland Browns. As a shocker, the Colts and the Miami Dolphins. As another shocker, knocking out the New England Patriots. Wow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders That's crazy how and, do it like that. and the Baltimore Ravens.
2: That what, bro? Crazy. I'm, just, I'm just clearing my throat. I'm just clearing uh, my throat,
0: bro. Okay. That's all it was. <laughs> That's all it was, bro. N- nothing crazy. Yeah, I ain't saying nothing, bro. I ain't saying nothing. What is um? Well, yeah. Um. Well, wait, to me, first off, I'm gonna just say the shocker. The shocker to me, I I, I didn't know that they were. I didn't know that they had this many wins. Miami Dolphins. Well, I didn't know that they were eight
2: and five. They are, but Brian, it comes down they to Brian Flores building a um a culture um down there, and they you know they they actually gave him time to you know take his time and really build it. So it's surprising, but I'm not as surprised. I mean. The AFC outside of the top three teams, top four, it's it's been kind of a shuffle. I mean, but my shocker is the Cleveland Browns. Um, for them to be as good as they are, um, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't have saw it. I mean, Baker Mayfield. If you, I watched that Ravens game and I was shocked. The old Cleveland Browns would never been in the ball game with the Ravens. They went down fourteen and and fought back and they were right there at the end. So they're one team that's going to be a tough a tough out, tougher than we think. Um. The Steelers don't look very good right now. Um, I don't know what's going on. They can't run the football. The Bills kind of manhandled them. They're
1: playing a tougher schedule, too.
2: Yeah, that's a good point, too. The Bills, the Bills are, they look, they're surprising how good they look and how good Josh Allen looks. Even with the Stephon Diggs move, I didn't necessarily know how good that they would be. Um, How dominant, you know, they've been, I wouldn't call them dominant, but they've been you know they have just been they've been playing consistent football and that's not what you get from the bills so right. those are kind of been my shockers in the afc
1: <clears throat> yeah i agree um the biggest shocker for me was i said this a couple episodes ago um you know it was the cleveland browns um mm-hmm. but with that loss it opens up the for i'm speaking about steelers the steelers that opens up the the whole division for cleveland as well as baltimore they're right there um yeah. The Steelers, if they continue to lose, their their schedule isn't getting any tougher. So I mean easier, excuse me. So it opens up the door for Baltimore and Cleveland to win that division and have, you know, that um that divisional home playoff game instead of playing on the road. So I think like you said, Brendan, um, Baker Mayfield's play has been um better than anybody could have anticipated. And this is all without Odell Beckham. The receiving core could be that much better. But maybe you know this is a blessing in disguise. He can move the ball around and not have to focus in on you know just drive, Jarvis Landry and and Odell. He can he can spread the wealth. But um, those are my two surprises. And I expected this out of Buffalo um, with New England not having the pieces around Cam Newton. I knew they were going to win the division. Um, yeah. So those are my those are my teams right there. Um. I'm with you, Brandon. Okay. Um, just
0: a quick thing. I'm not too surprised about Cleveland because they showed right. what they they had potential to be that be that good. Anyway, I'm really not too shocked on them. I'm really
2: just shocked on Miami. Just, but Miami I think the shocker for so me more of Cleveland something. is Baker Mayfield. Um, shocker so like that. I'd be mean like, that. As a team, they they've had, you know, yeah. But I think it's it, it's Baker Baker Mayfield has always played bad.
0: But but this has, yeah, right. Oh. You're right. You're right. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, Mike. Well, let's see here. Kansas City has New Orleans coming up. Um, Pittsburgh has Cincinnati coming up as well. Um, I'm trying to look and see who has the most dangerous schedule, right? Or like the 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 most uh, the most to lose right now. I I feel like Miami, of course, since they're eight and five, they're they're most vulnerable. But with the way that Baltimore has been playing, I think they can actually keep that spot.
1: Who Personally,
0: I I feel I feel like they can keep that spot that oh. they're at. Right. No, um, Miami. In the seven, I if know they, if they really lose. If, spot, they lose gonna, if they lose um, this week, the boys. I don't think they're gonna
1: lose the Cincinnati. If they lose to the Cincinnati without Joe Burrow, they're in trouble. Yeah, big time, big time.
0: Um, let's see here. Uh, big games. If the uh, let's see here. Now let's just. Let's let's just say it stays where it is right now in AFC, and we got the Chiefs at the first round by. Um, basically, if we, we got right here, I, I I actually got the Chiefs and the Packers. Um, they weren't my pick at first, with of course my pick being the Bucks. But I like the Packers going against the Chiefs if the playoffs were to end right here. But let's dive into the NFC real quick and see what. They got going on. Um, NFC with Green Bay is leading. They're at the top. They clinched their division um, at 10-3. and three. Um, Their next game is against Carolina. So regardless of what happens with them, they're um, they're getting that first round by as of right now. Um, and I don't think anybody's going to take that besides New Orleans. But they just have to – both of these teams have to win. But New Orleans is in a tougher situation because they have Kansas City coming up. Uh, this game, and this is a must-win. With Drew Brees named the starter for this game, um, it's going to be tough. I, um, I, I hope uh, – I shouldn't say hope I don't care about either one of these teams, but for the for the Saints' sake, I hope that they uh, beef up that offensive line and the offensive line is on their P's and Q's and trying to keep Drew Brees as safe as they possibly can. I personally don't think it was a smart move to name him the starter, but, you know – they want to get that first round by because I don't think they can last in the elements if they had to go anywhere else besides somewhere that's, that's in a dome. Point. So I believe that they're really trying to fight to get that uh that first round by. So again, Green Bay has something to lose, which is that um first round by, but they definitely have to. But again, I feel like New Orleans is in a tougher situation, being being who they got to play. And then we got uh Washington, they are in the fourth Come seed. That motherfucker's hot. Six and seven. And this right here, like there's, yeah. And uh, this list here with Green Bay being one, New Orleans two, the Rams three, Washington four, Seattle five, Tampa Bay six, and Arizona seven. At this point, this is the um, the playoffs. So Washington has the, they're the they're, 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 they're fourth seed, goddamn. That's What the fuck? I can't um,
2: it. I you know what's funny? I can't believe. It. Um, Washington's hot. Um, but but what 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 happened was they yeah. drafted right, and now they're hitting on those draft picks. Their front four is 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 all uh, first round picks, first second round picks. Um, and it's kind of they're getting a return on investment. This normally doesn't happen. Yeah. Their offense still isn't good, but those young guys. Um are performing. You know, the back end, they, they wasted $80 million on Landon Collins. He's not playing in their safeties. Their backup safeties are playing better than their starters. So it it really just comes down to, uh, you know, Ron Rivera. He's he's doing what needs to be done for them. He's playing well. So I'm interested to see kind of how they look. You know, the Giants are still right there. Will the Giants end up um, winning the division or Will Washington? Well, I, I'm excited. I want to see what Dwayne Haskins is going to do. He's named the starter for Sunday. So Hopefully he can just go in there and manage the game and take a couple of shots. Seattle's yeah. right there for the take and The Giants just beat them. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. Seattle, but I, in, in the NFC, you know, I, I just – I don't necessarily know if the Packers are going to run away with it. The Rams look good. Um, you know, the Rams have a defense to to contain Aaron Rodgers. Can Jared Goff do what he needs to do? Because if Jared Goff can do what he needs to do, the the, the Rams can win that. Or can the, can the Seahawks the make question. enough plays? Um, to you know, do it. or can my guy Tom Brady, you know, can he lead? Can he lead that Tampa Bay team? We don't know. Can they click on all cylinders? He can't if Tampa Bay it. is hot, all you gotta do is be hot on that night, and you'll be fine. So we we gotta kind of see what's gonna happen. But the NFC will be very interesting um, because we just don't know what each team is gonna bring that night. You know, the Packers should win, but you know, what if, what if somebody you know is is hot and stops the Packers? So. Mm-hmm. That's kind of my take on the NFC
1: and yeah, like The that, NFC so. is wide open, in my opinion, too. Like, a lot of people thought Seattle um, was going to be one of the top teams and they, and they said they lost to the Giants um, not too long ago. So, they're playing real inconsistent football right now. And then, you know, you got the Buccaneers still trying to figure out what they're trying to do. Um, Tom Brady still getting comfortable with Bruce Arians. They, they just came out and said that they have a great relationship because a lot of people have been saying that, you know, they're not getting along. They squashed that. ESPN had that as a headline. So um the NFC is wide open right now with Drew Brees being out. Um it's it's nobody that's really in control except for Green Bay. Green Bay controls their own destiny. Um but those the two through seven seeds I I feel like anybody can beat anybody. That's true. And then uh
0: with While we're on this subject, the Saints, they're, they're playing the Cardinals at um, at home. So, they definitely have a opportunity to make some noise. So, they definitely have to oh, – I said the Cardinals. I'm, tripping. I'm looking at the playoff picture. What the hell? Yeah, with them being uh, playing Kansas City, they definitely have to be on their P's and Q's, though. You know? And, uh, yeah. I don't yep. know if you know, it, but starting. I said Drew Brees is playing this week. He's the-
1: he's not, yeah, he's he's not fully. He can't be fully. Yeah, like I
0: said, I, I personally don't think he should be back right now. At all, at all. With having ten plus fractured ribs, with the punctured lung, and you miss three weeks—that's it. Yeah, nah. It's, it's 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 the right move because you want to, in 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 terms of, you want to get where you need to be, and like you you. Your best case scenario is to have Drew Brees there, but for later later on down the line, let's say let's say he's not as healthy as you may think. Maybe he needed that extra week to get there, and now you done rushed rush him back. He gets hurt. Now you're in a deeper hole. So now, do you really want to trust Taysom Hill, or do you or 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 do, right. or do you put the cards in the hands of Jameis Winston? And then and then for, and then for the simple fact that Jameis didn't really get any any time while Drew was gone. It's you not know, smart to put know, him in know, the game. Know, not
2: a Man, if he he breaks another so, rib, done for. Mm-hmm. Do, done for. Simple. Simple. His he he might as well just
0: turn the cleats in right now. Retire yeah, right now. Because he's done. He ain't coming back at the
2: if he if he is gonna so I I I'm with you, Malcolm. I just I don't think with him being that at that age, I don't think his body recovers as fast. But hey, if he said he's good to go. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, I just, I like you said, three weeks, I don't see how you recover from ribs that fast. So, I mean, we're going to see, we're going to see what happens, but I don't, I I don't know. I'm kind of with you on that. Um, as far as that one goes, so you know, we're all in agreement with that one. So,
0: basically, oh. The NFC East is still open because if you look at the uh, AFC standings, the majority of uh, like outside of Denver, I don't know how they still have a chance and they're not, and they, and they have been eliminated from the playoffs. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's five teams that have been eliminated in the AFC, uh, in the AFC conference from the playoffs. And in the NFC, there's nobody eliminated yet. So, like you said, PV, it's still wide open. It's still anybody's, <laughs> uh, to to an extent, for some right. teams. It's anybody's uh, division, you know. Like anybody can still get in, you know. So, yeah. And uh, for me, that's actually all. Actually, that. fellas. Y'all, y'all. I guess pretty we know much covered Already. Well, yeah, That is. Like me said. Well, with that being said, that's all we got for today, everybody. We appreciate you guys listening, tuning in. Um. Our most recent five episodes are up right now on Spotify, Apple Mute, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you um, watch your podcast or, or listen to them, I should say. Um, they are up there. And, um... What else we got to sign off? Normal, yes, sir, yes, Appreciate sir. support, and listener. Uh, listening. Uh, subscribe to everything. Uh Stay tuned for more updates Follow us on the Twitter The Instagram will be coming shortly YouTube will be coming soon We're still, yep. we're still, we're still getting that uh, In the motions
2: so, uh, Yeah, just appreciate everybody You know, just keep listening uh, You know, we're we're getting better at this thing as we go along So, you know, we just want to say thank you to everybody That, that listens and subscribes And, you know, we're just going to keep getting better and better As the weeks go on You guys stay safe um, You know Covid still going around. Everybody continue to
1: wear your mask, and I you know, wish everybody a merry Christmas. Um, next week, if you don't have an episode next week, we wish everybody a safe and happy Christmas. Yes. Yes.
0: Arnold, <coughs> yes. Um, God, I forgot that the holidays are around the corner. They are next week. So, from us to you guys, happy holidays. Stay safe. Just piggyback on what PV just said, and uh yeah. With that being said, okay. that, was that was a good one. one. That was a good one. Yeah. We all ready. we all good to go. All right. We all good to go. So, yeah, We're about to like uh, slide out the crib, get ready to do some stuff. So um that episode will be out um, okay. before I go to work Sunday. So it'll be out there tomorrow. I haven't done
1: it up there and everything, so.
2: Okay. Yeah, fellas. be talking to you all. All right, All right, man.
1: All right.